do your job. Dad like it's your job. Do your job. With Chris Zito. Do your job. He's a dad, a radio host, a father, a speaker, dad, an actor, a dad, a comedian, a dad, a husband, a dad, and, well, a dad. You left out one handsome devil. Let's not forget, one handsome devil. Hello, I'm Chrisito, your host for Dad Like It's Your Job. I'm really excited about this episode. Good buddy of mine, Mike Kudrobus, is our guest today. And going to be talking a lot about, I don't want to say abandonment, because this guy... When you hear his story and what we're talking about, about his birth father versus his stepfather, and his birth father wasn't completely missing, but I got to tell you, this is not a guy who exudes any kind of self-pity. He's a very active dad, very good father, devoted father, and he's a really busy guy, too. It's amazing how he works around his schedule, not to just have quality time with his son, but actually spend real time time with a kid and i do want to mention something else mike is a hilarious comic and he runs his own business booking fundraisers and comedy shows and we didn't even get around we were so into the conversation we never get around to plugging his website which is mikeduppcomedy.com that's m-i-k-e-d up comedy mikeduppcomedy.com if you want to uh, book mike or get a fundraiser together he's a hard-working guy puts together a great show books hilarious comedians like myself and many others a lot of people that are way better than me too i mean uh he's a hard-working guy and as i said good friend of mine i'm so glad that i was able to nail him down with his crazy schedule i think you're going to really enjoy this conversation about how this guy the way he approaches fatherhood compared to how he grew up. It's pretty great. This is my conversation with Mike Kutrobus. All right, so Mike, you have one kid, right? You have a son. I do. And he's how old? He's going to be four in March. He's going to be four, and that's really great. Except that you're, what, 75 now? I'm about to be 52 (laughs) in March. (laughs) So you became a father later in life. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah, but listen, I did the same thing. I became a father when I was way too young and then when I was too old. So I never had kids at the normal time. No. So I get it. Who does? Uh, Many people. We can sit sit here and pretend that everybody's like us, but no. no, my my seventeen-year-old uh, tells me that all the time. He's like, "Dad, you're way older than all my friends' dads. Way older." So uh, I'm going to break this news to everybody. Uh, when you see my picture, I dye my beard. Okay, <laughs> I dye my beard. Why? Because I'm. Uh, it's, it's pretty white. It's really white. And yeah. the first time I ever carried my kids somewhere, yeah. and I, I think I was at like a food court, and someone goes, oh. "Grandpa's taking you out for lunch." Yeah, Grandpa. Right. I, oh my God. Yeah, you couldn't. I, hit, you couldn't take it. I am just for men till the day I die. Now, yeah. I don't, I, <laughs> no way, I'm not dying this thing. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, it looked very handsome, and it's really very natural looking. I know. I'm, get, I, I'm getting good. Look, dude, how long have we known each other? I didn't know you did that. I it know. was revealed right here on the Dad Like It's, Dad like it's Your Job podcast. That's what happens here. You never know what's going to be said. Know, Chris pulls it right out of me, guys. It really, I am. I'm the Barbara Walters of podcasts. You really are. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your dad, because you are such a devoted father. You have like seven jobs. You're a stand-up. You do... Uh, you know, uh, UFC announcer, you do trivia nights, you do wedding DJ, you pull cable at sporting events, yep, live sporting events. I, I mean, do. 
you're one of these guys. You have so many different jobs to support this kid. Well, you're also married to a woman with a real job. We should I, say oh, that. Yeah, great insurance. I mean, a wonderful <laughs> woman is what I meant to say. Um, so she's... Uh, well, it can be both. It can be both. Yeah. yeah. I, I settled that. Look, I, that was my first marriage at age 45. Like, I did everything late in life. Yeah. You know, I waited till my career skyrocketed, and I was performing in VFW halls in Athol, and... Uh, you know, that's when I decided I was ready. Hey, that's a whole different podcast. Really I is. call it the Lions Club circuit, it's, and I love it. I love that circuit. I love stand-up in those yeah, places. It's, but. No, it's great. But uh, So, yeah, so I married a, a wonderful woman late in life and became a dad late in life. But uh, on to my dad. I mean, uh, I obviously have a dad. Everyone does at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was five. Uh, so it became a, you know, every other weekend to Christmas kind of life, yeah. you know, which is fine. Uh, my mom remarried uh, to a wonderful man who she's still with today uh, when I, I think I was like eight or nine in that range. So I've had him for, you know, 40 years of my life. Okay. So now this guy, because I, I talked, I've talked about this before with Elizabeth and I, it's a very blended family. We don't use the step word in our family because my, uh, because the 17 year old's mother is not a part of his life. And the, our 22-year-old, her birth father is not a part of her life. So we're the mom and dad to both of these kids. So this guy that married your mom when you were eight, did he become your father? So, wow. So that is that is like the loaded question. Thank so you. So obviously growing up, no, not at all. Dad is dad. I have a dad. I don't need another dad. I got a dad. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. But as you grow up, um, depending on who this man is, like this man made sure I had anything. My car was never broken. The mm-hmm. oil was always changed. He was a good man. He became, is what I tell people is, he became the father figure that I was with every day. Right. I still have a dad. Whether I see dad, you know, once every six months, you know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. He's dad. But the father that raised me is my stepfather. I see. Right. So, but you don't call him. Dad. I don't call him dad. But I tell, I go. So when people meet my parents, yeah. I go, "This is my mother and father." But then I say their last name, so people don't go, "Hey, Mr. Mrs. Katrobus." So it's one of the. It's such a tricky oh, I thing because your mom took his name. Correct. So I go, yeah. "These are my these are my parents, Mr. And Mrs. Zimmerman." Is you know, yeah. right? You, you know what I mean? Because well, it's important that when people meet them, that they know that you come from a broken home. It's important. <laughs> That's <Max>. exactly right. <laughs> I don't want as a comedian if if I if, if you're not broken somehow, how do you right? even become a comedian what do you have to say wait a minute you're not in therapy i mean (laughs) how do you tell jokes what's the point what's the point yeah so this guy was this guy uh zimmerman yes it's a good guy amazing and a good husband to your mom it sounds like absolutely right right that's fantastic right and dad dad is still around but dad's uh Again, I'll see it at my nephew's basketball game or, hey, I'll pop by for a few minutes on Christmas. So it just, oh, became, it just became that where, yeah, nothing against the guy. I don't dislike the guy. He just, he, he, he didn't raise me. He wasn't the father figure I followed. You know, do I have a lot of his traits? Of course I do. You know, uh, yeah, that's where I get the, the funny part of my life. So it's a good sense of humor, this guy. Correct. Fantastic sense of humor. But the way I learned how to be a family was from my mother and my stepfather. Right. That's how I learned. So I, I took, I guess I took what I missed from my dad and, and looked at what I got from my stepfather right. and said, this is the dad I'm going to be. I see what you mean. Yeah, because I, I know that, yeah, you know, I've talked to you about your, your, your dad before, and he's like a real gregarious guy, real outgoing. Everybody yep. loves him. Yep, absolutely. One of those guys. Life of the party kind of guy. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, so again, you know, but, but. 
I didn't get the the one thing I missed that I got from my mom. I think I'm I'm a better dad because of my mother than either one of my fathers, because she was the mo- she was over caring because she knew that I was missing something because my dad wasn't giving me the affection I wanted and my stepfather didn't feel it was his place to give that to me. He was like, no, no, I'll I be sh- here, I I'll see. support you. You'll never be without. But again, so he so it sounds like your stepdad was a. A tremendous provider. That's what I'm hearing. Absolutely. But then he seemed like he there was a part of him that wanted to be careful that he didn't cross the line and try to be your dad because you did have a dad. Do you think that he and your mom were always holding out hope that your dad might start showing up more to do more, be there for you more? Yes. Because they knew I wanted it, not that they yeah. not that they could care less. They just knew that I wanted it. You know right. what I mean? And they want they wanted me to be happy. Bottom line, of course. But my mother and her affection and the way she looked out for me and the way she taught me things. She was the woman that said, um, "I know you want Levi's jeans, but I can afford Wranglers. You want Levi's? Get a job, pay the difference." Right. You know what I mean? I see. So she taught me great that, values. You know what? That is a dad thing. Because I did Such that with thing. I did that with my seventeen year old. Right? He wanted Chuck Taylors, and he said he found these knockoffs. Yep. On Amazon, I said, "Well, you got a job." I said, "How about if I buy the knockoffs? I'll pay for the knockoffs. You pay the difference." Chuck Taylor. Exactly right. Exactly. Wow. Right. So I learned certain values like that from her. So I had a paper route at age eight. You know what I mean? Like I haven't stopped working. I just want to stop for a minute for some of our listeners. A uh, paper route. <laughs> first of all, the paper used to be made of paper, it paper, and it would come to the house, and it was usually a young kid on a bicycle would throw it up on the porch. Now, of course, it's on your iPad or who knows where you're getting your news. We're getting yeah. it from all over, all over the place. But back in the a, day, yeah, a big clunky bike with a bunch of newspapers. <laughs> sure, and just man. Whipped them at people's houses. Yeah, great that was a genre. great way to make make some money when you were a kid back and then ready for this one people listening when you collected the money you knocked on a stranger's door and asked them for money for the paper and it wasn't creepy whoa right mind blown i always wanted to do a sketch where a kid where a paper boy showed up but he had like a collector with him like he was a leg breaker, but he was he was nine years old, but he was a leg breaker. He was you know like the kid like, from Better Off Dead. Two dollars. <laughs> one my two dollars. Two dollars. Right. That's right. You know, but the guy's like, yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm a little short this week. Come back next week. And you said that. You said that last week. You know what? I'll be back tomorrow. And you know what? Tomorrow it's not four dollars. There's some vig. So tomorrow it's six dollars. Oh, okay. That would have been great. <laughs> That's a great sketch. That's a great sketch. It's not too late. Maybe no, someday. Not. It is too late because nobody knows what a paper boy is oh, anymore. It's too bad. All right. It's so back. Right, so back to my dad. So so yeah. So so it was. I I was able. I guess in a way, in a weird way, I was very blessed to have three different parents. Mm. Um, because I learned something different from each. I learned what I needed and wanted. I learned what I didn't get that I needed to push on to my son. Not knowing if I'd ever have one. You know, growing up, I'm like, you know, by the time I hit forty, I go, ah, I'm not having a kid. I'm forty years old. You know, who knew I was going to have it late in life. So you hadn't met your wife when you were 40? No, I didn't meet my wife until 44, 43, something like that. And married at 45, first kid at 48, like literally almost 49. Right. You know, it was uh, two weeks after he was born, I turned 49. Wow. You know, it's incredible. So, so yeah, so so I was blessed, a blessing and a curse to, to go through what I went through because. Uh, having a father I only saw every other weekend until my stepfather came in the picture, uh, raising a life with two families, my father going through you know a couple of different wives. Like I watched it all and I now, took do you, do you it. Do you as have, much as it screwed me up, it helped me. 
Do you have half siblings? All those marriages that your dad had? Well, not that I know of. <laughs> Come on. I have. Well, I know. I have one. I have a sister from my mother and stepfather. Okay. 13 years younger than I me. I see what you mean. Right. Uh, but so the Zimmermans the had a Z- kid together. Yes, yes. Okay, gotcha. But on the other side of the multiple wives, I don't I know as, no far, as, as far as I know. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. Well, I'm hoping he never listens to this podcast, first of all. So, uh, you know, but I don't think he will. Uh, well, yeah. I'll have him on as a guest for a oh, rebuttal please if don't, he wants. Please but... don't. Uh, no, four, <laughs> four wives, four divorces. Yeah. Um, and they didn't last long. But that's he, wasn't, look, he wasn't meant to get married. Again, he bought a house on a golf course. He lives there. He golfs every day. And when he's not golfing in the winter, he's hanging out at the golf course. This is life. This is what he wanted. And he is so happy because of it. You know what I, I mean? see. So God bless him. Right. You know? What about now? How often do you see him now? Does he see his grandson? So... He'll if you're if we're not too far if you know if you're not too far away like my brother's kids they live close to him so if they have a sporting event he'll drive but he won't drive at night he won't drive too far he won't, he'll go out for a couple hours and go home I am thirty minutes away and that could be seven hours away thirty minutes yeah I see okay so so All right. so do I see him yeah a couple times a year and I I'll go to him. Right. And I'll bring my son. We'll go to lunch. I see. It's almost like a traditional thing. Twice a year, guaranteed. And what does your son call him? Grandpa? Pop. Pop. Okay. So he knows that he he does. So he sees Pop occasionally. And what about Mr. Zimmerman? What does he call him? That's Grandpa. That's Grandpa. And he sees him more often, I presume. Yes. And then uh, then my my wife's father is is, uh, Grandpapa. Grandpapa. Yeah, Grandpapa. Oh, there's something very French and gra- about that And somehow. Grandmama. Ah, oh, like, very, we just, we didn't want to make it too tricky, but uh, it was, it, don't worry, it's a lot. That's another podcast. Well, so, so now I'm interested, Mike, hearing about your dad and this sort of absence, the thing that strikes me about you, and, and the original reason I wanted to invite you onto the podcast, was that you are a guy with so many jobs that you're an entrepreneur. Yes. And yet... You seem to spend a lot of time with this kid. So how in the world do you do that? Well, you know, if I had him 10 years ago, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been the same way. It's taken me this long to figure out how to work my life uh, and have the time because of the 72 different things I do. Uh, so what I do is I know, okay, he's in school from this time to this time. So I can take work here and there. You know I'm gone on the weekends. I'm gone every Friday and Saturday night doing comedy. Right. So I can't I can't plan on spending a lot of time with him. Even Sunday afternoons, I'm working football. So right. I need to go, okay. Here, well, thank God they didn't make the playoffs. You're I, done for right, the year. Right, I got so. some time off. <laughs> thank you for stinking Patriots. This is, we're recording this in uh, January. Yes, just so yeah, you know. it's okay, right. yeah. Uh, so, so I'm able to look at my schedule and go, okay, so here's the time that's left that I don't make money. Okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to add things to that schedule. I see. That isn't worth it because he needs the time. Mm-hmm. Because having a father that worked a full time job and then every other weekend, but even every other weekend, sometimes he had things to do. I can't do that. Because I'm older and I know that the time is way more precious and way more valuable now. So if I miss things, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick myself forever. Well, you said a mouthful there because, you know, I I mentioned this in the talk about this idea of showing up for your kids and being around with them and spending time with them. Young dads feel like, oh, man, this is going to go on forever. Yeah. This time that you have the kid, 
that you're spending this kind of time with them when they're when they're babies, toddlers, school age. By the time they get to high school, they don't want to really hang out with you. It's a it's a relatively small slice of your entire life. Younger dads don't really see it that way, you know. But if you're 50 or older, like some guys I know, I'm yep. pointing at myself, you get a you get a, a better sense of that, okay, well, that 10, 12, 15 years, that's not a huge slice of my entire life. Well, plus, I'm going to be in my 60s when he's in high school. I'll be yeah. 66 when he's 18. Oh, you're only a few months from limping everywhere you that's go. Exa- so, so again, so these days when I'm able to walk upright are just way more important. Uh, like, <laughs> exactly. For example, we put him in a private school. He's about, it's 19 minutes from my house. Right. Yeah. Which could be a pain in the butt, you know, mm-hmm. but and my wife works a full time job. But she goes, all right, I'll drive him in the morning. I'll drink my coffee before I start my day. You pick him up. I go, if I'm home, what? why don't I do it? Why? Why isn't that part of my? Ends. Why isn't that part of my quality time with my son? I get him ready. We get in the car. We chat on the way in, mm-hmm. and then oh my god, I pick him up at three thirty, four o'clock. You know, right. and then sometimes we even stop and do something on the way home. Right. So no matter what, four days a week. I have those pockets of quality time that I'm not going to give up because if I do get busy, I'm making sure I put it in. Right. And how old is he right now? Uh, he's he's I, again Mar. It's January now. In March he'll be four. Okay. Wow. So he'll be four because this is the other thing you'll find as he gets older. Once he's out of the car seat and he's sitting next to you in the front seat, there's nothing like being in the car alone with your kid right. when they're middle school age because that's a captive audience. Yeah. That's where you can you can turn the radio off and have a conversation. And I found with my now 17 year old. There was a lot of conversations we had when it was just the two of us in the car yeah. because there's nobody else for him to talk to. He can't dive out at sixty miles per hour, even though he wants to. Right? You know. Yep. So that that that's great that you're developing that now. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, I do it. Plus, plus two. You know, uh, I, my wife works all day and at night sometimes. She's just you're tired. We've we've worked nine to five jobs before. Mm-hmm. So on the weeknights when I'm home and not out. Uh, sometimes I'll just take him out for dinner by myself and go, you stay home, cook yourself a meal, enjoy yourself. Because if I'm gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when she works five days a week and then she's got to take him by herself. Mm-hmm. So so it's it's I twofold. see what you mean. So right. not only am I doing it for myself, I'm making sure that my wife has a quality of life too. You know, because again, right. I need the insurance. So, um, <laughs> well, so we'll have a sequel to this podcast called "Husband Like It's Your Job," and you can talk to us about that that right. deal too, because that 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 is important, and it's it's an amazing thing to. This is what you, I think, bring to the fatherhood, the wisdom of being a little bit older and understanding how the schedule can work and taking advantage of that time. You know, it's funny you mentioned your your dad and how he loves to golf. That's always a head scratcher to me. Guys that have a wife and kids and love golf. I'm like, dude, do you hate your wife? You're gone all day on all Sunday, day. like, or you're 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 gone on Saturday and then you're watching football on Sunday. Yep. I never got into it. Nope. Even a guy with two divorces. When I was married, I liked her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then when I didn't, you know, I lawyered up. But that's a whole other story, Mike. You know what I mean? I'm full around. It's when it's over, it's over. We Let's got, not belabor it. You and I have 72 <laughs> different podcasts we could do right now. Um. So I love the fact that you, because of the experience you had with your dad, that you are sort of, I don't want to say breaking the cycle because you did have a father figure in your life, but you, a lot of guys sort of, end up falling into that same pattern, even if they don't want to. Right. You must know guys like that. Uh, I'll never be like him. No, we know 100 guys like that. And I think that's a drive for me. I hate to say it. Uh, 
I drive to not be like that. Mm-hmm. I drive to be present. Mm-hmm. I drive to be affectionate with my son. I drive to make sure that he is important and he knows that he's important. Now, let me ask you this. Is this everybody? Is he going to have a younger brother or sister? <laughs> wow. I'm it's too up. bad that this is audio because if you could see the look I just got from I'm Mike. turn off the podcast so I can <laughs> slap him in the face right now. So that's a no? That's a Look, uh, I'll never say no. Yeah. I'll say it's not in the cards. It's okay. not a tomorrow. Uh, would my I mean, wife get pregnant again? No. She doesn't want anymore. She, no, no. She doesn't want to get pregnant again. Okay. So could there be another child in her I house? I see what you mean. Absolutely. Right, right, right. You know? Okay. If I win that billion dollars in the lottery, if I, you know, no. This, it's never out of the question. I see. Uh, it's just out of the question that she doesn't want to go through pregnancy again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so it's, it's not really Because she's in her 40s. She's 45. She's, she's like, I just don't want to do it. No, she can't. Not like we can't do it. Right. She's, she's like, I just don't want to go through that again. Well, you got a beautiful little family. you got this beautiful boy, and you've got a dog. Right. You what know, else do I need? You, uh, th- I got I th- two kids. I think you got everything you need. You certainly don't need another job. But the tricky part, and you know this as far as any other single, uh, you know, if a parent knows with a single child, if you're going to have one child, you better keep him active because eventually yeah. he's just going to be stuck in his room playing by himself. But uh, I, we, we play with him. We bring him to play groups. We bring him to places with his other kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, to do it right. I'm not afraid. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'll never say it at my age. I'm too tired to do it. Yeah. I refuse to do that. Well, you have because you know that he's four now. Next thing you know, in a blink, he's fourteen, and then he's twenty-four, and then you know what I mean. Or so, by the time he's fifteen, sixteen, he doesn't want to hang out with you anyway. Right. So and that's perfectly normal. You don't want a teenager that wants to hang out with right. his parents. That's the kid that never leaves home. And again, I'm okay when he's a teenager because I'm going to be too old to want to do things with him. <laughs> so please get out. You're going to be like, all right, get back to me. Give me a full report later. Look, this this kid got me to go to the gym again and get in shape because I can't. He, now he's running around and he wants to play baseball and yeah. play. And I'm going, oh, my knees hurt, my back hurts. I'm like, no, no, stop yeah. it, don't do that. Does he know you dye your beard? Yeah, he helps me. <laughs> That's a little father and son project. I don't, think, I don't think he gets it yet, but. Uh, you know, when I tell him down the road. You know, wow. When he gets older and he meets guys that don't dye their beard, he'll be like, oh, I thought that was what I, I thought all beards came in yeah, white. No. Yeah. All right. Well, Mike Kudrovis, I love you, brother. And you're a terrific dad. And I'm so Thank glad you. that we got to do this. Thank you. No, happy to share. And uh, I, I love it. And to all you dads out there, man, just be there. That's the best thing I can say. Be there and be present. Don't just be there. Be there and be present. Because uh, time is short. There you go. That's a great way to end it. Mike Kutrobus, obviously a devoted dad, devoted husband, just a good guy. You know, I, this is the thing. I like to be around guys that are good guys, good quality people, strong character. That's this guy. And don't forget, MikedUpComedy.com. MikedUpComedy.com is how you can book Mike. He's a very funny stand-up, and he runs a great comedy company, M-I-K-E-D Up Comedy, Miked Up comedy.com if you want to get in touch with them all right that does it for this episode of dad like it's your job uh please like the episode download it please subscribe leave us a review tell everybody you know what a fabulous experience it was listening to this today i know i enjoyed it all right that does it thanks for listening tell your pals